Hello, and welcome back to Keep It Dirty. I am your host, Leslie Dowling, and today I have Esty Stein, who is my guest, who is a brand strategist. She empowers people to grow their brand on Instagram, has over 20 years experience in marketing, and has media tips and more. Welcome. How are you? I'm great, Leslie. How are you? I am doing well. It's it's such a pleasure to have you on my podcast. And um, I think we met about, was it last year, last summer, or maybe two summers ago now um, on um, Instagram slash Clubhouse. Uh, so yeah, we finally, um, we made it happen today. So I'd love for you to speak into what ignited you and fired that passion for you to get into, um, you know, the field of brand strategy and um, how that evolved. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you, Leslie, for having me. I'm honored and I'm so happy that we did connect on social media, which I think is the way of the world today, where we get into that meta universe. And that's really where we're creating honest and authentic relationships with people. And for me, my background is, I mean, I went to FIT, I studied fashion, I had a passion for clothing, but I wasn't necessarily talented in it. I just did it for many, many years. And I kept bouncing from job to job, telling people, well, I get bored after two years. And so I would go from place to place and, you know, big companies, small companies. I loved the corporate world. And then when I finally landed and do it and, and started doing marketing more than fashion, I loved it because I was able to travel the world and really from design to sourcing, to merchandising, to presentations up until point of sale for the good, better and best stores. And I think I just kind of had that lightning bulb moment where I was sitting at my desk at the computer because I was tired of traveling and decided that I'm going to do marketing and I'm going to stay in New York and go from meeting to meeting, planning, creating. I was getting my bonuses. I was making a very nice salary. And I looked at my computer screen and I thought, is this it? I'm just going to sit at my desk for the rest of my life and run from meeting to meeting while my family goes on vacation without me because I only get 21 days of vacation. This is ridiculous. So kind of just picked myself up and left mm -hmm. and decided I needed to pivot and took all my knowledge from corporate and decided to share it with other people who wanted to do what I wanted to do, which is to set my own schedule, my own time and impart my wisdom on them. And with that, people assumed that I knew social media and I didn't. And so I all of a sudden had to learn it, which I started taking courses, started online courses and realized that a lot of people had this pressure sales of selling all of these courses and no one was finishing them. There was no transformation. There was no authenticity, no honesty. And for myself, I just felt like I'm just going to pull back the curtain on so many levels and help people show up, have the confidence to show up and basically be their own brand. Because whether you're a business, a product, a service, whether you have a brand or you're a person with a personal brand, we all have a personal brand. When you think of companies like Tesla, Elon Musk, who now, as you know, I'm sure you've heard, bought Twitter. But the brilliancy of that is Elon Musk is a personal brand. So whether he has Tesla 
or Twitter or wherever he goes, he's his own brand. And that's the part that I'm so passionate about is we're all our own walking personal brands. So that's basically what I do with brand strategy is to show you who you are so you can show up clearly, professionally to get across whatever gifts you want to impart on the world and feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love the way that you speak into that. And were there any role models um, when you were growing up or anybody that you looked up to or who inspired you to do what you're doing? I definitely had some role models. I had some great bosses along the way and then some not very great bosses along the way. So some people inspired me and others also inspired me what not to do. And so without getting into specifics of anything, I always loved the corporate world and felt that I could bring that to the little people, to the little guys, the entrepreneurs, the solopreneurs, so that they can show up professionally and be taken seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And, um, you know, I think, you know, we're both the same contemporaries in the way that we, um, you know, just not having social media in our 20s. And did you ever think that here we are speaking on different forms of social media, that it would come to this point where the Gen Zs, it's amazing. I'm doing a really taking a deep dive with the Gen Zs, targeting some of my uh, packages towards them. Um, that they're just so wired and geared differently from the way that we were raised and grew up and they have everything. The world is their oyster. They have everything at their fingertips uh, to get information. You know, mom, just Google it. You know, that's the, the phrase in our um, household. So I was just curious how your thoughts and feelings are the way that everything has grown and evolved and exploded on social media. Yeah. Well, the first thing I want to say is I'm in awe of them because they just have a knack for it. They just intuitively know it. And people our age are kind of, I'm 53 mm -hmm. and people just assume that I knew it and I didn't know it. And I'm still learning every single day, something new. So I don't have a problem sharing that information because I think transparency is one of the core pieces of my brand is to be honest, to be open and to share my journey. So for me, everything has been trial and error. And it's, you know, everything with marketing is try it, test it, tweak it. So even mm -hmm. for my own personal brand, I find myself doing that. So for anyone that's kind of taking the same path or route, you know, somebody that is just jumping on a social media, maybe has products or something that they want to promote, um, what kind of tips or advice can you give people? Yeah, so I mean, I think it would depend where they are in their journey, whether they're first starting out or they're already on social media, but they're still not sure how to navigate it. So I work with brands one-on-one -on -one to customize it for them. Little tips and tricks, you know, I always tell people, find out what your competition is doing and see what they're doing well and see what they're not doing well. And, mm -hmm. you know, not so much as to copy them, but to rise to the occasion so that you can be heard above the noise in your own voice. So that's something I always give a tip to my clients. I tell them, see what you like, see what you identify with and figure out why. Why do you like that brand? Or why do you like that product? And what's resonating with you so that you can be 
transparent and honest with your own brand or service of what you're trying to show up online with. Yeah, I just love that approach that you really tap into everybody's uniqueness. And no matter what we see on social media and everything, we all have our own story, our own passions, and we're so unique. And it might kind of reflect some other uh, people that are on Instagram, but we still are not um, the same. You know, we're not carbon copies of everybody. And that's what's really cool. What you're saying is just speaking into finding what who you're who you are, what your voice, who your true voice is, your identity. And that's so key. Um, yeah, I just I'm, I'm just really enjoying this. And, you know, to back it up a little, my podcast, Keep It Dirty, is really just having people come on my show, um, inspiring others. It could be what they're doing with their work, um, reinventing themselves um, and also instilling just health, that health and wellness and that balance. And I know a year ago you had people on speaking into that. And I was just wondering how that integrates into how you are doing your business. Do you get out and exercise? I mean, you're healthy, you look awesome. So um, any tips for people or what your protocols are? Well, first of all, thank you for that. Um, I do work on myself. And I think when COVID hit, I think we all kind of took a step back and reassessed ourselves. And I've always been working on my health for my body, but I don't think that I was working on my mind or even my soul. And so I had just read Atomic Habits by James Clear, and it gave me the license, if you will, the permission or the inspiration to start habit stacking. So I said, okay, what are the, what are the, not what's my competition doing, but what are the people that I look up to do? They wake up early. They gain back time in their day to do all the things because going from corporate to working for yourself is very, very difficult to manage your time when all of a sudden you have now all the time in the world to do what you want. And so the day would go by and I'd get nothing done. So I started waking up at five o'clock in the morning and I'm not telling everyone to do this because everyone has their own cadence of what they can do, circadian rhythm, if you will. Mine is I'm a morning person and I would clean, you know, make my bed and brush my teeth and clean my kitchen because I just needed one room in the house clean. And that was the room that gets seen from all aspects of my house and leave my sneakers by the front door. I would say my morning prayers, get on my sneakers and get out. And whether it's an hour or two hours is usually my goal. So mm-hmm. from 530 to 730, I am walking. I start with music to get me in a good mood. I listen to the birds, nature, thoughts pop in my head. And believe it or not, I listen to podcasts and through podcasting help me in another way, digest information because you can read, but there's something about the auditory and while you're moving, while you're walking. So Steve Jobs had it right when he was, we all thought he was crazy walking around the block (laughs) barefoot, right? Um, But I think he had something there. So that sets my intention for the day. And when I get back at 730 in the morning, some people are just waking up. And I've already conquered it. I already feel like I've eaten the frog. You know, Mark Twain coined the phrase, eat the frog. Mm -hmm. And what that means is do the hard things first and the rest of the day is easy. So imagine if you swallowed a frog, an actual frog at the beginning of the day, you'd be like, oh my God, nothing worse can happen, right? Everything else is easy. And so believe it or not, I had a difficult time showing up on social media 
personally. I couldn't even show my face. The first time I showed up, I had to put on sunglasses, wear a hat, have the camera really far away from me. I used a filter. I was so scared. And then I hit publish. Oh. And I was like, oh, nothing happened. I'm still here. I'm still alive. <laughs> and so that, I don't know, it just gave me the license to be myself and show up and I'll get lovers and I'll get haters and it's all good. Yeah. Um, and, and I love your outlook on how you take time for yourself. And I think a lot of times we get into that rut of just not um, self-preserving, taking time to reset, reboot ourselves. And when you get into a healthier pattern, you start feeling better. You want to eat healthier. You have more clarity. And it just makes sense. You know, why wouldn't you want to have that optimal health? Because then you could really take a deep dive with your, your business, you know, as we are solopreneurs here, um, and I used to work in corporate and to shift those gears, it was kind of tough. And I don't know about you, and I'd love to hear your take on this. I just know my husband always saw me helicoptering, helicoptering around three kids. You know, he knew over the last several years I was doing health and wellness uh, lectures and going into companies and speaking. But it's not until COVID that I really put the pedal to the metal. And I wasn't there at their beck and call all the time. And I think as much as he was supportive, it was a whole new Leslie, you know, reclaiming my voice again, just um, finding that passion again, because, you know, whoever is wearing that hat, um, who's the money winner coming home, either the man or the wife, uh, the, the, the male, female, significant other, whatever, um, I think they keep going. They don't skip a beat. But if you go from corporate to then being stay at home and then going back in, it sometimes you lose that identity. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. So for me, I have it a little easier because my husband and I are on the same page. Good. So that that definitely helps me. But as I was saying a little earlier, that I was always into health and fitness, but I think that was more you know to look good, really. Yeah. And sometimes, yes, when you look good, you do feel better and you stand up straighter and you feel confident. But truth be told, I wasn't always so confident. I wasn't always told that I was smart. I wasn't always told that I was thin or that I looked good. And mm -hmm. those things that were said, even in a loving way, you know, it stays with you. And I think that because I had that said to me over and over and over again when I was younger, that fueled me to say to other people, you're beautiful and you can do this and you can show up and be the shining star that you were meant to be. And so, because I didn't have that. And now I feel through listening to podcasts like yours and others and through walking and through eating healthy and having a healthy relationship with my partner and raising two sons of my own. I think that just by what I'm doing, they have taken that on as well. And so when I help other people see that they're beautiful on the inside and out, I see the transformation and that's what lights me up. And that's what makes me feel good. And that's what makes me keep doing it day after day. Yeah, that's beautifully said. And you would never know that because you don't, you know, until you start speaking to people and finding what their story is or their walk in life, I mean, you, you come across so 
you know, powerful and you've got your act together. And, you know, and I think as we do, we go through processes of just living life and having that wisdom and going through things in life. You, I don't know, in midlife, I feel more empowered. Um, I grew up in a family where my mother was totally business minded, powerful, just anything she touched, she was always, you know, president of the PTA, president of this, like, and I just felt like I was always in the shadows, like, I don't think I could ever do that. I, I don't know if I have that voice, you know, and it took me a while to find it again. And sometimes I say, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm like my mom now. I'm like, you know, like a drill sergeant in the sense that the, you know, having the kids, raising them and having routine. And but I feel so much more self-assertive. And in that sense, I found that. Um, and I, my mother empowered me, even though I felt like I didn't have that voice years ago. Um, so it's interesting how we absorb and are um, at, at the foundation of our being children and um, how we kind of look at things and manifest things as we grow older, you know. So true. It's so true. And it's funny because for me, it was my father. I mean, my, oh. both my parents worked, but my father would get up at 3.30 in the morning and wow. he would work 12, 14, 16 hour days as the week went on. And that work ethic just, he didn't have to say it to me. I just saw it and it just kind of inhaled it. And so mm -hmm. I get that work ethic from him. And so that's what I'm saying about my own children is, yeah, I told them, listen, you're not always going to get an allowance. So you're going to have to feed yourselves and I'm not always going to be here. Right. So I think that it's funny. You had mentioned also earlier about me last year doing interviews. And I think that was intentional because I was so nervous to show up online that I said, oh, well, if I just interview someone, then the spotlight won't be on me. It'll be on them. Mm -hmm. And then I can show up that way. But they say you're surrounded by the five people that you're friends with. And I remember the first time I got on social media with the camera and I was so nervous, but I was so excited because afterwards I had done it. And this friend, and I put that in quotes, you can't see it because this is a podcast, but that friend called me right after and said, so how'd it go? How'd it go? And I said, mm -hmm. it went great. And she said, really? How many people showed up? And the funny thing was, I knew she had seen it because you can see who's watching you live. And I said, no one, no one showed up. And she said, so what was so great about it? And I said, well, that wasn't my goal. And she said, well, what was your goal? I said, my goal was to show up and I did. And that's what I want everyone to know. You've got to show up, show up for yourself. Just do it, do it messy, do it scrappy, but do it. You'll feel so good about yourself. So good. And that's really, I think, what motivates me each and every day is to try something new. Because if I just keep taking classes and watching videos and listening to podcasts, I'm never going to learn unless I actually do it. It's see one, do one, teach one. That's it. Yeah. So I would love to know what, what are your future plans, goals, as you you know, you take your business to different levels. Um, I'd love to, if you could share anything with our viewers, um, with our listeners today. Yeah, so thank you for asking that. I think that I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing because it lights me up and I do one-on-one -on -one coaching 
I also work for companies. I do consulting work for companies where I teach the employees. And I'm going to continue doing that because that's what lights me up when I see an actual transformation. When I see someone say, oh, now I get it. I love that. So I'm going to continue doing that. I'm going to continue doing guest podcasting. And if anyone's interested, I'm for hire as a consultant because I have to have my work home life balance. But other than that, that's it. Brand strategy. Love it. And and now how can people contact you, reach you? Um, and then I had another quick question. Sure. <laughs> so you can reach me on Instagram at imsdstein or you can just get me on my website at www.sdstein.com and book a call and we'll figure out what your needs are and see if we can work together. That's awesome. And the question before I forget, um, what percentage of the time now that things are getting better while we're on the East Coast here um, and people are integrating back um, into the office, but not the way it was you know, several years ago, um, are you balancing, um, you know, getting into the offices, working one-on-one -on -one with people, or are you strictly just virtual? No, so I, I mean, I could do in person. It's mostly been virtual, and I don't mind it because then I could also share screen and show them different apps and things that they're getting stuck on, what they mm -hmm. need to work with. And a lot of my clients are global. So even though, you know, I do go into the office a couple of days a week, um, I have clients in India, I have clients in California, I have clients in Australia and London. So they're all over the place. So it's mostly virtual, but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, probably a 60, 40 balance at this point. And I think I'm going to continue that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And it, it is amazing that we can take our businesses to different levels of, you know, just sharing globally our expertise and, um, offers. So, um, yeah, it's been a real pleasure today. And I'm glad that we were able to connect on po my podcast. And are there any other words of wisdom? Are you running any specials like going into the summer that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, so I always give a 20% discount if anyone's interested after they have their coffee or tea chat with me, 30 minutes, we, re we review your account or what you're up to or what you're stuck on. And then I'll give you the code then. But um, so it's continual. I don't try to do a sale at any given point because then other people would get upset that they didn't get the sale opportunity. So that's pretty much how I how I rock and roll. Um, but yeah, it's great to connect with you, Leslie. And I'm so excited that we finally got to do this because we have been talking for a long time. And thank you. You are welcome. And, and, and also thanks for taking the time out of your day to spend with me. And um, for everybody that's listening, please check out Esty's um, Instagram, her website. And quickly before we um, close up, can you give us your website again so people sure. can connect? It's my name. It's just Esty Stein, E-S-T-E-E-S-T-E-I-N.com. That's it. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody. And again, thanks for listening in to Keep It Dirty. And I'll see you around town. Take care, everybody.